0: Good morning, good
1: morning, Cathedral of Faith. It's so good to see everyone today, amen. Glad to be worshiping together in the house of the Lord as a family. You know, I'm no theologian, but if there's one thing that I know about the Bible is that it tells me that I can't do it alone. I can't rely on my own strength. In fact, it says that, that my greatest deeds are as filthy rags to the Lord, and His ways are higher than my ways, His thoughts are higher than my thoughts but you know what the good news is the good news is that we don't have to do it alone we have him that we can lean on to amen in fact the bible says that the battle belongs to him it wasn't even up to us anyways right vengeance belongs to the lord some would trust in horses some would trust in chariots but we we would trust in the name of a god Right. So, if you believe that He's gonna go before you and fight your battles for you today, come on. Let's stand to our feet. Let's get ready to worship. Lift your hands. Lift your voice. Come on. Give a Lord a shout of praise. Hallelujah. my victory, oh. When all I see is a mountain, you see a mountain move. And as I walk through the shadow, your love surrounds Yes, Lord, come on. Jesus, there's nothing impossible for You.
2: As an act of faith, may we lift our hands together up to God in prayer. God, we believe and we know, Father, that nothing is impossible for you, God. And Father, your name is greater than anything. So we call upon the name of the Lord for everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Father, I pray, God, that you would bring resurrection power into our lives, that we would believe and know. God, I pray for every need that is represented here.
3: We praise you, Jesus. We worship you, God. We honor you. could not.
4: Would you just lift your hands? time just a little bit louder. Say what a powerful name. What What a powerful powerful name name it is. What a powerful powerful
0: what a powerful name
4: it is the name one more time as loud as you can what a powerful what a powerful name
0: it is the name of Jesus
4: Welcome everybody stay locked in at this moment we're gonna We are in the presence of the Lord, and the Lord is going to do something in this gathering. I believe it. If you're believing it, if you're expecting it, come on, raise your hand in expectation in this moment that we're not here in vain, that God has ordained this moment. He has ordained this moment. I believe that signs and wonders and miracles can happen in this moment. I believe that the word of the Lord is going to come forth, that the presence of the Lord is going to change everything, everything, everything. So as we go to the table of the Lord, will you go ahead and take your elements out at this time? If you need some, just extend your hands in the air and the an usher will find you and get you some elements. Exodus chapter 15 verse
2: 13 says, the Lord is a warrior. The Lord is your name. And we just saying that the battle belongs to the Lord. And then we saying that there was no other name, how powerful, above the name of Jesus. This says that the Lord is a warrior, which means that he is engaged in every battle, and there is not one enemy on heaven, on earth, and hell that is able to to withstand the power and the presence and the sovereignty and the kingship of God. The Lord is a warrior and the Lord is his name. He has no rival and he has no equal. He is uncontested, right? Undefeated. He is our champion. And the Bible says that he was despised, he was rejected, he was a man of many sorrows. And on the night of his betrayal, in the middle of everything changing, he said, this is my body that was broken for you. Take this in remembrance of me. And so today, whatever it is that you're going through and what you're facing, call upon the warrior He is the bread of life. Let's take this together. There's a scripture in the Bible that says, when you're hard pressed, I cry to the Lord and he brought me into a spacious place. The Lord is with me and I will not be afraid. There is no such thing as irredeemable. No such thing as impossible with God. And God bled his blood on a splintered cross as a human on earth, but yet fully God to take our place, paying a debt that we could not pay. And the promise behind this is that he says he washes us white as snow so that we could stand in the presence of God and before God, a warrior in the army of the Lord. He prepares a table for us in the presence of our enemies, no matter what that enemy is. And so today as we take this blood, let us receive the power of the Holy Spirit that saves us, that cleanses us, that empowers us. Let's drink together. Not only is the Lord our warrior, our healer and so many else, but the Lord is our shepherd. And so cathedral, let's today, let's read Psalms 23 together and declare it. The Lord, let's sing it together. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right path for his namesake. And even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And you prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Come on cathedral, applause the name of the Lord and give Him praise. The Lord is a warrior, and the Lord is his name. Cathedral, before you're seated, would you turn to somebody next to you? Say them and greet them and have a seat as we continue to move forward.
5: Hello, Cathedral friends and family. We're so glad that you've joined with us today. We've got some exciting things coming up. Here's what's going on. First off, if you're new around here, welcome. We would love to get to know you better as well as share with you a little bit more about our community. So don't be shy. Go ahead and take out your phone, scan the QR code on the screen, text the number, or see one of our team members for more information. Well, Easter is coming and Easter is always an exciting time here at Cathedral of Faith. In addition to our services, we'll have special movie showings, a time for personal reflection through our I Am Encounter. You can find all the info by going to our church website and clicking on Easter. Now, many of us have friends and family that may not come to an Easter Sunday service, but here's a way to bring the message of Easter to them right in their home. Make sure you invite them to watch our Easter special airing on CBS Easter Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. Pastor Ken is bringing a powerful word of hope to our Bay Area community. For everything that's going on here at the church, you can follow us on social media, give us a call at the church office, or check out our brand new event calendar by visiting cathedraloffaith.org and clicking on events. It's a great resource to find out all of the new classes and events that are starting back up. Have a great weekend.
6: Come on, we can't be quiet. We're the Cathedral of Faith. Come on. Now is our opportunity to honor God with our tithe and offering. But before we do, we're going to watch a video that Pastor Ken and Kurt sent us from Italy.
7: This is Fabio, and she is my Hi. wife, Simonetta. We are here in Rome for a conference with Italy for Christ. I work for the United Nations in Brindisi. She is a psychologist, and we planted a church in partnership with Italy for Christ a couple of years ago, called Brindisi Tabernacle and this Ukraine craziness has started a few days ago and immediately together with Guy and Sondra we tried to have a response to the crisis so we uh, collected food from all over our colleagues at the UN, schools, other churches around Brindisi, Southeast Italy, uh, they started bringing food with trucks and minivans and they came to help. We are so grateful for you partnering with Italy for Christ and you know there is a lot to do. There is a lot to do for Ukraine. We are not far away from there. We already have some missionaries there. We have friends there that can help us to send the food, to distribute the food to the churches, the local communities and the associations. So help us. Help us to do whatever we can. We want to do more and we want to help more.
6: Come on. see the people in ukraine they had no idea that in california there was a church with a body of believers that were willing to give they would never see us we would never see them but how many know god saw what we gave and god saw when they received it luke chapter 6 verse 38 god doesn't give us a suggestion god gives us a command he says give that's the end of it give When you first become a Christian, it's not your desire to be a giver, but when you serve the Lord a while, pretty soon your hands go from this to this, and you begin to give. And that's how you can determine that you are growing in maturity as a Christian. You become a giver. Give, it shall be given to you, pressed down, shaken together, and running over shall men pour into your bosom. And this is what the Lord wants us to do, but it's not just in material possessions. It's in other areas too. For when you give love, how many know you will get love? Wait a minute, this side's not awake yet. So when you give love, how many know you will get love? (laughs) Okay, we'll give them another chance. When you give kindness, how many know you will get kindness? And when you give joy, how many know you will get joy? See, and so God says, learn his way of giving. The more you give, the more you receive. And Pastor Foreman, while he was pastoring this church, he used to say something, what you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. And he'll never let you go unnoticed. So continue to give. Bless the Lord with your tithe, bless him with your offering, and bless him with whatever love and kindness he's given to you. And now let's put our hands together one more time for Pastor Shelley. Wilson
8: Well, good morning, Cathedral of Faith. Isn't it a great day to be in the house of the Lord? Good morning to those of you who are watching online and to those of you in the amphitheater and the drive-thru who are watching. I am so excited today. It's Miracle Sunday, and God is about to do for you only that which he can do, amen? I'm excited. Thank you, Jesus. So Pastor Ken has been leading us through this season of Lent, in a series called From Ashes to Beauty. Our theme scripture is in Isaiah 61, and it says, I will bestow on those who grieve a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. Amen. And for the past few weeks, we have been experiencing how God does that. How he takes the ashes of our lives, and he uses the pain, the brokenness, the sickness, the loss. He takes the ugliness of our past, the confusion in our, fut- in our present, and the uncertainties of the future. And he makes everything beautiful in his time. So this, amen. Y'all are excited too. Amen. So this morning, I want to share with you for a few moments about an unnamed woman in the Bible who had an issue with her blood. Her story is found in Mark chapter 5. Stand to your feet for the reading of the word and let's read it together. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. She had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had, yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak. Because she thought, if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. Immediately, her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. (laughs) Amen. At once, Jesus realized that power had gone from him. He turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my clothes? You see the people crowding against you? His disciples answered. And yet you ask, who touched me? But Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it. Then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet, and trembling with fear, told him the whole truth. He said to her, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. Amen. Father, we thank you for your word we pray that you would breathe life into your word today and we pray that you would speak to us God as only you can bless this time in Jesus name amen you may be seated tell your neighbor it's Miracle Sunday, Miracle Sunday. amen I believe it so let me tell you a little bit about this woman this woman had been dealing with this issue for 12 long years. And according to the law of Moses and the customs of that time, when you had an issue in your blood, you were deemed to be unclean. This woman was isolated because everything that she touched and anyone who she touched, was also deemed to be unclean. She was ostracized for all those years, never touched or being touched. Can you imagine? Couldn't hug her family or have her family hug her. She was broken physically and mentally to the core of her soul. She tried everything. She sought help from doctors. She spent all of her money on cures. She begged for help from religious leaders, and nothing could help her. She just progressively got worse. Pastor Ken mentioned last week that when the pandemic hit, 35% of people in the local church dropped off the map overnight, becoming isolated and disconnected from their spiritual community. And some of them still are. Many of us know during that time what it was like to experience emotional and mental pain when we were unable to gather with those whom we loved. Some of us couldn't hug our parents or grandparents can you even imagine being in that condition for 12 long years not being able talk about being shut in not being able to be around anyone this woman was at her wits end she wanted some relief she had exhausted all of her options, and then she heard Jesus was on the way. Come on, somebody. Jesus Christ was passing by. Jesus, the living word of God. In John 1 and 14, it says that the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. She heard of this Jesus, she heard of this Messiah, she heard of all the miracles that he was doing, and she heard he was going by. She heard, and Paul said in Romans, I think 10, it says that faith comes from what? Hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word about Christ. This woman heard, and her faith begin to rise. She saw Jesus from a distance, but she did not let her distance keep her disconnected from God. Mm. She said within herself, if I could just touch. That's what she said. And I want us to, pause here and think about this for a moment. What do we say? What do we say within us? When we face our issues, when we face problems, when we experience tragedy and pain or disappointments, what do we say when things don't seem to work out the way that we had hoped? Do we allow our issues to keep us distanced and disconnected from God with no desire to pursue him or to pursue his word? Do we just say we believe, but deep down, we don't even have emotional energy to put legs to what we say we believe. See, what we say to ourselves is important. I remember two and a half years ago when my mom died. I felt so lost. I was so sad. The pain at times seemed unbearable. I would lie in bed at night crying just calling for my mom. I sunk into deep depression. Some days, I didn't even feel like getting out of bed. And when I did get out of bed and I got in the shower, I couldn't remember when I was in the shower if I had already soaked up or if I was about to soap up. It was just that mentally dark. I realized as time went on that my thoughts and behavior were becoming self-destructive. I'm trying to help somebody this morning. I functioned well and I hid my depression well, using everything aside from the word of God to numb the pain. When I was at work, I hid it, but at home, it was a different story. I was fighting loneliness, oppression, despair, and my family was getting the brunt of it all. I was angry, moody, just hard to live with. Irv will tell you he's here. And just hard to be around. I have a witness. I felt so low and so isolated I realized that if I didn't do something I was headed for a nervous breakdown and after sharing with a friend one night I remember saying to myself this is what I said to myself this right here is not good I need help I need help and I know you have heard it said before that if you look up you can get up well I looked up and I got up I reached for the word oh come on somebody we're gonna keep it real today I reached for the word I humbled myself and I went to counseling I spent three hours a day, once a week, for 10 weeks going through a program called Healing the Heart. And if that wasn't enough, I went to a weekend retreat all by myself in North Carolina to a place of refuge, a safe place to heal called Living Waters Ministry. Did I feel like going? No. Was I afraid to go by myself? Yes. But I was desperate. I wanted to be whole. I wanted to be well. And I learned that grief is not an event, it's a process. And it was through that process That Jesus healed my heart. Through the Word of God, through prayer and counseling, the spirit of oppression and depression lifted off of my life to the glory of God. Yeah. And do I still miss my mom? Absolutely, every day. But the light of Jesus now outshines the mental darkness that was trying to take my mind. And instead of being under a cloud of despair, my mind is sound. My thoughts are stable and I have joy and I have peace when I think about mommy today. God, amen. Yes, hallelujah. In the, midst, in the midst of sorrow, God gave me beauty for ashes. So why do I share this with you? I share this because more often than not, God works through process. And sometimes we have to rise up and take steps of faith and it's in the movement of those steps of Faith that God begins to meet you where you are So the question is what is your self-talk? What are you saying to yourself when your difficult situations come? When your faith is tested when your heart is is broken when sickness threatens your life, when nothing seems to be working, when the dream, the ministry, the business, whatever it is, seems to be dead. Are you saying, like this woman said, if I could just get to Jesus, I know this situation can change Mm. or are you satisfied with remaining where you are with your issue distant disconnected from the only one who can really make you whole I came to encourage somebody today Don't get comfortable with your issue. Don't entertain the giants in your life. Don't fall for the lie of the enemy. For as long as you are still breathing, there is hope for transformation in your life. Hmm. This woman believed after 12 long years, that all she had to do was to press her way toward Jesus. And this woman could not approach Jesus in her condition openly. She could have been stoned to death for being in the public among other people. She didn't have the privilege of just walking up to Jesus and making her request known because Levitical and societal laws at that time prohibited her from doing that. So she got low to the ground and she started to crawl her way through the crowd thinking if she could just touch the hem of his garment she could be made whole. In spite of every obstacle, she pressed her way. Now, this robe that she had on, this woman wasn't just going that Jesus had on. This woman wasn't just going for a random touch because it was a Jewish robe that had tassels around the corner, and on the corner Of those tassels, Tammy, were the word of God. And I'm telling you, that woman was reaching for the word. She was pressing to touch the one who would rise with healing in his wings. Oh, come on here, somebody. She reached for that touch. And that word touch in this text is a Greek word that translates to fasten oneself to or to cling to. She was fastening herself to Jesus. She was clinging to the word of God. She touched Jesus and immediately the blood dried up and immediately Jesus stopped and said, Who touched me. Are you kidding? Everybody was touching him. But this touch, this touch was different. This touch was a touch of desperation. This touch was a urgent touch. Like God, if you don't do it today, it's not going to happen. This touch was a touch of faith. See, society saw this woman as an outcast, but to God, she had great significance. Jesus turned around, and this woman fell at his feet and told him all the truth. Won't God let you do that? Tell him everything. Spill your guts. And Jesus responded, daughter, your faith has made you whole. Now listen, amen. Thank you, Jesus. That word whole in the Greek is sozo, S-O-Z-O, and it translates to include salvation, healing, and deliverance. Jesus continued to say, go in peace, be free from your suffering, And our girl hmm, went from being insignificant, unclean, ostracized by society, left out, left behind, to being called a daughter of the most high God. She, (laughs) oh, come on, somebody. She was no longer an outcast. She could no longer be stoned. She was protected because Jesus had made her clean. Mm. God wants to demonstrate his power today in our midst. We only need to believe for it. See, regardless of our perceived level of significance, in spite of whatever struggle you think, that you have right now. You must know, we must know, that Jesus is here. He is the living word. His power is available to us right now. We have access right now to come boldly to the throne room of grace, to obtain mercy, and to find help in our time Of need right now you can touch Jesus today you can receive today whatever you need from him you just have to believe it you have to believe it believe on the name of Jesus believe his promises receive him into your heart and become all that God intends for you to be. Believe, receive, and you will become. John 1 says, oh, I love this scripture. But as many, that's you, as received him, to them gave he power to become, The sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. This woman touched Jesus. She tapped into that power. And what nobody could do for this woman in 12 years, Irving God did it in one moment. (laughs) One moment. One moment. My God, thank you Jesus. We have a lot of excuses to give up. There are wars, rumors of wars, things are going crazy right now. There's turmoil, sickness, illness, earthquakes, storms, tornadoes. I mean, you name it, wildfires, what's going on in the Ukraine, inflation. Isaiah said to me, taxes, don't forget taxes right we have we we have lots of excuses to give up but we are not those who shrink back we are those who press our way and this is what this woman teaches us this is a woman who had every right to be frustrated every right to be discouraged She was bleeding for 12 years, she was weak. Can you imagine her her mental condition from being despised and talked about by people, calling her unclean? She was going through it, but she did not let her condition keep her away from her miracle. Mm. She had lots of legitimate reasons to not step out that day in faith. And we would never have judged her for that. But she didn't let anything stop her. And I came today to tell somebody to press your way today to Jesus and don't let anything stop you. Do not, amen, do not park, do not park at your pain. Do not give in to your despair. Don't let anyone or anything hinder you. Don't let fear hold you back. Don't let your circumstances hold you back. Don't let what people say or what they don't say hold you back. Don't let the culture hold you back. Don't let your ethnicity hold you back. Your economic status hold you back. Press your way. Press your way. Reach for the one who has the answer and who is the answer to every issue that you are facing or that you will ever face. My God, tell yourself, David had to encourage himself in the Lord. I will not let my issue become bigger than my God. God's power is greater when we allow god's word to be bigger than our issues we can be in the middle of chaos and confusion and let me tell you you can have the peace of god keeping your life together holding your mind stable keeping you connected to god because he said my peace i give you John 14, Jesus said, peace I leave with you. Not the the peace of the world. He says, my peace I give unto you. He says, let not your heart be troubled. And don't let it be afraid. Jesus gave this woman a supernatural miracle. Listen, you all, I want you to lock in because I'm telling you, the power of God is in this place. (laughs) And some of you have been believing God for a long time. And I'm saying by the Spirit of God, the God that never lies, God is going to do for you today what you need for you. He's going to do it. God gave this woman, amen, believe it, Believe it. God gave this woman a new identity. It's not just for women. Men too. That's what God does. When he touches you, when you touch him, you get a new identity, your daughter, your son. He made her whole. He freed her from her suffering. And he gave her his peace. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what your issue is. But I do know that many of us are suffering. We read your prayer requests. Tammy's right here. She's on our prayer team. We get all the prayer requests. We read it. We know. We know you're suffering. We know you're going through. And we're believing God for you. And we're believing God with you. But I want to challenge you this morning. See, because it's easy to just come to church and say, oh, I just want to hear a good word and go home. Praise God, it was so good, right? Didn't God move? Oh, God moved today. Today's your day to reach for him. Today is your day to get up, to get up out of your seat as a step of faith, to meet me at this altar and our ministry team because God, if you can believe it today, I'm here to tell you that when you touch Jesus today, virtue will go out of him. And you will get from God today what he desires for you to have. It's Miracle Sunday. Hey, every day is a miracle day. But we, we, we're dealing with right now And I want you to come. I want you to step out your seat in the amphitheater. I want you to come down to the altar. Don't worry about what people are thinking. If you're in your car, get out your car. If you have on your pajamas, we don't care. Take a step of faith. Move towards God. I know there's anger in the room. I know there's unforgiveness in the room. I know there's fear and anxiety in the room. People's hearts are failing them for fear because they're so worried about the future. Come, come to Jesus today. Come and lay whatever that issue is down. If it's a habit, I plead with you, come and lay it down. If it's negative voices in your head, that you can't seem to get rid of. Listen, I've been there when everything that I believe don't match what is in my head. What I know to be true, that mental heckler is there trying to tell me that the Word of God isn't true and that my God won't come through for me. Yes, He will. Yes, He will. Yesterday, specifically, I felt like there was someone who's been not feeling well and you've just been going to the doctor. You've been going to the doctor and you've been doing all these tests and, and, and they say, you're okay. There's nothing wrong. We can't find anything wrong. Come today because we wanna pray for you. Listen, this is, what, this is my last scripture. This is what it says. I even forgot where it was, but I wanna take a look. It said in Romans 10 and 11, that whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. And that's what I'm trying to tell you today. If you come, if you believe, you all come in. Don't be scared of COVID, you all come in. The Holy Spirit is here, y'all come down. Come down to the altar. Listen, my, the whole message today is that this woman had to do something. Yeah. She pressed her way. A lot of times we're looking for people to entertain us and to make us feel good. This woman didn't have that. She pressed her way. the altar she said it's me God it's me standing in need of you today and I want you to come in the amphitheater just step out you know what if there's no one there to pray for you it's okay but because this is about you touching God And so as as Pastor Vaughn and and, and Irene leads us and the team in this ministry moment, it's about us touching God. And I want you to stay in the presence of God. I want you to stay here at the altar because we're gonna pray to God today. We're gonna press through and we're gonna believe, we're gonna believe that God is going to do it for you because God is faithful, you all. He's not like man that he would lie or if he's not like the son of man that he would repent if God said he's gonna do it he'll do it that's the kind of God he is that's the kind of God he is father we press into this moment God we press into this moment we worship you in this moment I am pleading with you today don't miss it don't miss it. This this ain't no song. This is not a song you all. I'm I'm just going to say it. It's not a song. They're leading us into the throne room of grace so we can obtain what we need from God today. That's what we're doing here and then we're going to pray for you. We're going to pray for you and believe God that things are going to turn today. I feel it turning now, (laughs) I feel it turning now. I believe it, I believe it. You gotta believe for it. You gotta believe for it. You gotta believe for it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We believe you, God.
3: They say this mountain can't be. say these chains will never break But they don't know you
4: time say,
8: God, we believe God we know that you're working God thank you Lord thank you Jesus God we seal what you have done today we seal it God with the power of your Holy Spirit we believe God we believe and we receive God and we will walk in the miracle no more doubt no more fear no more Anxiety, because we believe, we believe that God's word is true. Cathedral of faith, I don't even know what else to say. Go with the Lord because the Lord goes with you. So may God bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you. Oh, may God be gracious unto you and may he give you peace that passes all human understanding on the mountain top and in the valley it it is well with your soul 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 It is well with your soul. It is well with your soul. So run on and see. Just run on and see. Run on and see what the Lord's going to do. I know you don't want to leave. I don't want to leave either. God is good. God bless you, Cathedral of Faith. We love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. Hallelujah.